Hi guys and welcome to this episode of The Off Grid Traveller. Today we're going to be joined by Dean and Chantel, an Aussie and French couple who just before COVID packed up their family and two young boys in tow and flew to France where they picked up a brand new catamaran and sailed it back to Australia over the course of two years. Not only did they almost get stuck in crocodile infested waters, but we talk about how it's cheaper to travel than to stay in one place and that the opportunity for house swapping has never been bigger. And as always, we'd like to thank the sponsor of today's podcast, Dry Flush Toilets. If you haven't seen these amazing off-grid toilets, then you really need to check them out. They're the cleanest, easiest, smell-free toilet that you've ever seen. And they recently won the best new camping technology in Australia. No more dumping chemicals or maintaining a composting toilet. Go to www dryflush.com.au to see how they work. Let's get traveling. Welcome to the Off Grid Traveler podcast, where we meet the people who go off grid and into a life of adventure, challenge and grand new horizons. Whether on land or on sea, you'll meet some fascinating characters who've chosen the road less traveled and discover their best tips, worst moments, favorite destinations and a whole lot more. Hi guys, welcome to the Off Grid Traveller podcast. Today we have uh, the wonderful Dean and Chantel, who are an Aussie and French couple who uh, just before COVID or 50-50 between COVID and uh, before then, they packed their family up. Two young boys you have uh, who flew to France where they picked up a brand new catamaran and sailed it back uh, to Australia over the course of a year or so. Is that right? Two years. Two years. Wow. So is it... If it's possible if you could kind of uh, unpack how you decided to do that adventure and and yeah what why did you decide to go from to from france to australia uh oh yeah sure uh well france was a good place to pick up a boat you have to start somewhere yeah. so um the the boats uh, that we were looking at uh, were getting built in france so that was a good place to jump off from and also it's close to the the um Mediterranean so we wanted to do uh, the med that was um, Chantel's family was over there so we it was a good place to start head over um, set the boat up because we had family close by which was a good thing um, and then from there we could um, sorry, uh, move into the Mediterranean and then head back to Australia so yeah the idea was to um, start somewhere so and, so and so it was get to see some family first of all uh and spend some time because i'm guessing being in australia and france you only get to see them x amount of times a, a year or you know every couple years right so that that initial here's the family here's what they look like now they've gotten taller congratulations now we're going off on a catamaran around uh, around the world <laughs> love that yeah i think especially in france is actually my family because uh, dean um he, he's from the uk but he's been in australia his whole life so that was really to see my family dean wanted to do the adventure so i said well it's a compromise you want to do a big adventure i want to spend a lot of time with my family or a couple of months yeah so let's find the two together and that's what france was a good start for us um and I always, always wanted to cross the Atlantic. I hadn't crossed the Atlantic on a boat. So that was a big uh, tick of something I, uh, uh, as a bucket list, wanted yeah. to do. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a good start. So, so you, because you've, you've done sailing uh, what, all your life, or when did you start sailing initially? I, I 
as a boat builder when I was young, um, but then sort of was out of it for quite some time. But yeah, no, I've always been passionate about the water and um, and sailing. So yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a thing. Because I, I saw, because I was just looking on, as I was saying, I was looking on your Instagram and I saw some of your your kids, they were doing the 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 rigging and they were, and I was just going, <laughs> they clearly have been taught this by uh by by great greater minds to get them to a point where they, they, how, how old are they at the moment um, 13 uh, uh 13 and 12 now yeah. but when we started the journey it was eight and ten wow like you've they they have grown around boats their whole life right so let's let's say in 10 years time they're going to be on their own adventures and you know that they're going to be absolutely fine Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, 100%. That yes. was a big part of it as well as to before they went into high school was to um, we, we sort of looked at the time, timeline and went, well, if we don't um, pull the trigger now, we, we might not do it. They'll get to high school and then they'll be gone. <laughs> and we, we would have missed that opportunity to share it as a family um, and help them grow. Yeah, uh, and see yeah it was it was a, it was a lot harder for me to let that control go of my little boys you know getting out of uh, their cotton wool and into the big wide world because literally uh, yeah. yeah what you saw on the instagram going doing the swing obviously my, <laughs> yes my first few times were not as you know i yeah. was yeah my heart yeah. was pounding uh, and it took me you go to observe them to say no they're fine they'll be fine and then eventually it just became second nature for them and then at that point i wasn't even worried myself so wow and so because obviously if you you were on a journey for two years how what was the kind of education program for them because obviously they're learning what's around them and you're teaching them everything about boats and how to survive on the open sea because there was a point in it where you guys had not touched land for two weeks and i was just thinking like you've got to have some sea legs by that point right but how then in the daytime do you make sure that they're still learning their fundamental education well um we 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 took a, a really a school of life approach to approach to their education right. and um, I had I made sure that we had the curriculum for math and English covered. Yeah. And for the rest, it was really going to be on hands learning, even currency, culture, different languages as yeah. we went to different countries. Uh, by by the end of it, they they're pretty pretty savvy in being able to work out an exchange in US dollars to euros to Australian dollars to um french tahiti for french um french francs in tahiti mm -hmm. uh all all these wow you, tahiti still uses uh, francs as well then right yeah Fran yeah francs but it's the value is quite incredible it's very very you have to spend thousands of francs to even get an apple yeah. <laughs> so, it is very interesting you feel like you're rich but you're not <laughs> no, I love that. Love that because um, I, I remember being in Cambodia and uh, the the currency there uh, its value has gone down astronomically, and uh, my uh, we met these French rock band who were just wandering around as you do, and at one point they got so much of it they put it in a bath and they were sitting in the bath with all the all the money and they're like, this is worth maybe like you know ten apples or something like that, but it just the it looked good, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> Yes, yes, absolutely. That's exactly the same in French oh, Polynesia. Oh, I love but that. Yeah, oh. 
after they they learned they learned with with life as so many yes and they met other kids along the way as well which were were also doing the journey and yeah. learning um so it was good for them to see that and and interact with other other yeah, kids the that socializing were... right because yeah so the 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 biggest parts you took from that is that you were actually teaching them like life skills that they're actually going to use as adults more than Correct. and there's nothing wrong with the education system <laughs> but there is um <laughs> but you found that by going hey look you know this is a us dollar and this is uh you know a euro and this is the reason why this costs this and that's why you need to know these things you're putting them way ahead of the curve like way ahead of the curve and it, it sorry go on. and and also what it, what it takes to get in, in into different countries like just the yeah. ability to go from one country to the other what sort of paperwork do you have to do fill out um how do you bring the, the, the boat from one place to the next? Um, yeah, what who do you, what who do you have to speak to? What are you allowed to bring into the country and not allowed? And it's different with every single one. And wow. Reason, and we go beyond, like, what's the reason behind it? Like, so they, they really get into the nitty gritty of, of yeah, everyday life, basically. Yeah, yeah. But you make it fun because you're on the open sea at the same time. Oh. Absolutely, yeah. Right, we're yeah. catching our own food. Um, we're killing it. We're gutting yes. it. We're yeah, eating it. So, yeah. and, uh, at ten years of age, and uh, that was pretty impressive. Just taking out a fish, and you're just like, yeah, yeah. no, they can do it now. I, I don't need yeah. to. I can just, I can just do the boat and uh, be the captain. That's right. And they love, uh, they love tuna sashimi now. Before wow. they would have one fish, but you know the the. The, the real raw tuna, they, they absolutely love it. We've caught so much of it. Wow. So uh, what, what, was the, what was the catamaran that you, uh, you purchased? What was the brand that you got? We, we got a Bali 4.1, right. uh, which was a katana. Um, beautiful. Uh, yeah, be beautiful boat. Um, probably won't, wouldn't be the one I would recommend to actually do, a, do an ocean crossing again. Okay. Uh, as a purpose boat because I was going to try and uh, use it um, as a business back in Australia, decided to charter, to, to charter but decided against it. So mm. uh, um, I'd probably choose the boat differently for what we were doing, but I did choose the route that we were doing to be with the prevailing winds um, to make it a bit more comfortable. Oh, so because obviously you, you matched the boat to the route so that you or vice versa to make sure that you weren't going to be in uh, any kind of situations which called for better equipment correct that's correct. right yes right so yeah we made sure yeah. that we were in a, mm. mostly safe but that said it's the weather can completely change in a minute and that you never foresee that but we 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 made sure we took all the necessary precautions precautions to mm comfortable as can be so the 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 one the 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 catamaran that you 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 got what's the difference between that one and the one that you would probably choose for your next adventure or if you were on that venture again it, it will go it will choose one that goes faster yes <laughs> speed, <laughs> speed. Yeah, more, more sail uh, our catamaran didn't have that much sail um yeah. And therefore, not as much wind caught it, and therefore we were not going slower. as far as fast. And so other boats were beating us, and that wasn't. It's never a good <laughs> It's not a good feeling, is it? No, uh, no, definitely, definitely need to go faster. So, and, uh, uh, 
Yeah, and another one, another another thing that we would change on that boat we have is um, to for him to go change the rigging to or to go maneuver uh, the, boat. the boat. He would have to literally get outside and up uh, stairs. And when you are in ocean crossing uh, at night, that was my biggest wow. fear that get out and literally fall in the water, even though he was tethered and he had. You, you never know. There's there are boats where you can go and maneuver the boat within staying within the cabin itself. It right. makes sense. Yeah. And that's fine. If I had to yeah. do it again, definitely would do. A, it's a great charter boat. It's not a great ocean boat. That's, no. For ocean for crossing, it, it, it can be done. Obviously, we yeah. proved prove that. But I would. You, you learn. You that's always okay. learn from. You know. Yeah, you, you learn from. You learn. Yeah, you, <laughs> You've got to you've got to actually do the experience to understand what works and what yes. doesn't. Yeah. So when you do it again or when you explain it to somebody, you go, okay, I yeah. would do this instead of this. Yeah. Um, but yeah. at the end of the day, you've got to do it. Yes. And That's right. It doesn't matter how much you prepare or you think you've researched because we yes. did a lot of research thinking we had it all down pat, you know, yeah. everything. And we still would do a few things differently. But mostly still do it still you still do, do it, it. <laughs> but it's the sea right it's the sea like it doesn't matter how much you prepare anything can happen especially when you're in the like an area where you have minimal communicational uh abilities as well and you're getting yeah. those small packets of data to tell you the locations that you need to go you you that's go fine. by what you see and that's that's all you have and um it, it's interesting to to think about that what now that you've done that are the three biggest uh pieces of tech or um items that you think are absolutely a hundred percent needed when you're on this or wish that you had at that time yeah no we we had we had iridium go which was definitely the mo most important piece uh which basically uh lets you know what the weather is that you can download the weather for where you are at all times even though right. it's not all and you look at it and you go well they're definitely not out here are they <laughs> <laughs> but saying that at least it gives you a reasonable idea of what the weather should be mm. um and that there's no cyclones coming um no massive storms uh gives you ability to communicate communicate with, with the outside world um at, at the ocean when you're deep in the ocean when yeah. you know the it, it's basically satellite yeah, satellite yeah. and you need right. that you have to that's definitely one one thing you need. Uh, two, I would uh, a good wardrobe of sails. We didn't have enough of a wardrobe, so when we were crossing, that's interesting. We blew out a sail, and that brought us back, slowed us right down. So having an extra couple of sails would have been a would to me it's a must. Um, other things you need don't really. Well, a life a life raft is obvious. Not yeah, that we no. use it, yeah, but a sure. life raft. Yeah, yeah. Good sense of adventure. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Um, and uh, an ability to adapt. Oh, to I love all that. The... Yeah, well, it's you know before before we unpack the 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 emotional side of it, one thing I'd I'd love to go in is that you when you were saying about the the having the sails and one of them blew out where did you find the like how slow were you going at that point and then 
where did you find a replacement? How did you how did you sort that situation out? And did you buy more after you had that sale blow out? No, we, we basically sail blew out halfway across the Pacific. So we were two, two weeks into the trip. Wow. We were doing about 10 knots, which was absolutely incredible and, and beautiful. And we went from 10 to 6. So And we still had two weeks ahead of us. So that then calculate the time that we were not doing that extra four knots. And you're like, that's a lot. <laughs> it grows, yeah. But the fixing the sale was difficult because it was during COVID. So trying to get anybody to do anything. So we actually sailed without it for um, all the way to Fiji till we got it repaired in Fiji. And that's why we don't wait to have yeah. another one of it. And obviously, as you go along, it's also the expense you go to Tahiti. To fix anything in Tahiti is, is crazy amount of Astronomical, money. Astronomical, yeah. Astronomical. And to import into Tahiti also is an astronomical amount so you want to be able to make sure that you've got it before you go um so that you've it you've already has that ability just to swap it out and leave it until you get to a port that actually you can afford to do it at a reasonable mm. cost in spares yeah. of everything that um the important part to manage the port mm. is yeah. important that's sure. a really good tip guys so have spares of almost everything which can blow out <laughs> so yeah. well you're not going to have everything you 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 have to we we basically we left panama and probably our biggest one of our biggest storms was we we got into a um, lightning storm uh pretty well a day out of panama and we were coming to a, a set of islands and panama had just gone into COVID, which was a uh, a massive lockdown like basically they were locking down everything wow uh, and we took a lightning strike, not direct, but not far from us. I'd had everything turned off and it took out our wind instruments, our um, uh, some of our navigation and our speed and something else. So basically and to find out uh, what, what wind was. What, what wind speed there was at the time, uh, the depths um, and uh, some of the navigation basically was gone. And it, the option was to go back to Panama, which we could have been stuck there for like months on end because there was nothing coming in or out of Panama or make the decision to travel across the Pacific without those. For four weeks. For four Excellent. weeks. That was a big, big, big. That was probably the uh, hardest part uh, to accept. To, uh, to explain to Chantel that we can do that. It's not going to be the end of the world. At the end of the day, yes, it'd be great to have, but we can put our finger up and, 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 and test them. <laughs> Captain Cook. Yeah, pretty well. It's a, if he can do it, guess we're going to have to get back to basics. Back to old schools. Oh my gosh. So that was massive. So wait, so what was the decision? Did you decide to go without it? Oh, yeah. it was, we're not going to wait another month in Panama in lockdown where you couldn't swim in the water hardly because there's crocodiles. You were going to be stuck on your boat, not being able to get off. That's Just, terrifying. So go. How do you know if you're going to get out after a month as well, right? You know, they might have extended it for another month and you've just sat there, the beard's growing, you starting to look a bit, bit Crusoe-y. Um, it's... We're going to kill each other by the end. By the, by the... <laughs> There'll be movies about it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly. So, so yeah, the, the idea of uh, going going forward was, was the only idea. any option. Yeah. <laughs>
This episode of Off Grid Traveller is proudly sponsored by Dry Flush Toilets Australia, home of the world-famous Lavio Dry Flush Toilet. This patented electric toilet has no chemicals, is not a composting system, and can be set up literally anywhere in under 60 seconds. It looks and feels like an at-home toilet to use, but it can be used anywhere with no external power or water, and it still flushes. There's also no cartridge to clean or empty, and it's perfect for camping, caravans, converted vans, boats, tiny homes, or anything off-grid. Go to www.dryflush.com.au and use coupon code off-grid to get a 10% discount on your toilet order today. Yeah. And, and that, then that comes down to the fact that you have faith in yourself and your family to be able to do it. And that, that comes down to the emotional side of, you know, you, like, like we were saying before, you have, you've been part of boating life for, for almost all your life. And, um, what was it to tell Chantel and the family, hey, I've got this idea and I want you to get on board with me? <laughs> How no, did you... To go on the whole journey. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely, obviously, that was that was the biggest... Um, hurdle? To well, that no, wasn't the biggest hurdle, but, it, but it, obviously it took a fair amount of effort to go, okay, like, let's just... The house we just built, Let's just rent it out where most people were saying, that's crazy. You just built this house, which was lovely. But like, then we're just going to rent it to somebody else. Yeah. Um, and take the kids out of school, obviously. And Chantel goes, well, if it doesn't work out, we can always come home. Well, to me, that wasn't an option. We, we go and, we, and there was a plan A and plan A was always just do it. Chantel's yeah. plan was CD. I, I did many, we did this. <laughs> Many, many. Plans. I gave her the options, but uh, none of the options were actually in my mind uh, feasible, other than and than getting from A to B. But they were there, there. If you really, really yeah. well, apart from COVID, we, which made it impossible to do Plan B, C, D, E, because it was like all about flying around. Yeah. Um, it, 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 you, you, it's good for me. It was good to know that I had other plans even if I was never going to even action them, it's just the idea of knowing that there are other plans mm. available to me just in case. Made me feel safe about getting in, on board onto plan A. But we also went and did a course on, on safety at sea. Um, yes. we, we also did a uh, first aid uh, course. With, course with the kids mm. so they could understand what needs to be done and, and uh, how to look after each other. So we did those things preparing for the trip. Yeah. So it, again, it comes down to the fact that if you are doing this, you do a lot of prep work. Uh, you yes. don't, don't forget what your dream is and, and mm -hmm. push to do it. But remember that the proper prior planning is always going to make your journey that much more enjoyable because well, you're right. prepared, right? Yeah. <laughs> you prepared? And you can, but the, the planning, it doesn't have to be a massive thing to do mm. because I know it's quite, it could be overwhelming. If you start planning well in advance, you can plan uh, at very small pace. So it doesn't feel like a big chunk of mm. planning or work each time. It's little bits at the time. And within two years, we did little bits at the yeah, time. Yeah, but you, really. you have to you have to choose a, a leave date and you have to work towards yes. that date. So you have yeah. to you 
have a date and you have to and the commitment to us was we put the deposit on the boat and the yeah. boat was going to be finished in this date that was, that was that was the date we had to be there so you yeah. know what everything else has to work towards that no matter what it is even if you haven't done everything you just yeah. have to I may I may have I may have as told my husband my husband may have said all right the date will be a year before we actually made it and say okay now we make the date an extra year from now yeah and then we'll have heaps more time to plan in a really nice and uh, easy manner. Yeah. So, so the yeah. fair balance between, hey, I want to do this now, uh, but right. there's a date and and Chantel going, well, hold on, <laughs> just give it another yes. 365 days and, and we can both meet in the yeah. middle. We'll make it happen, but you just have to make sure we're set up for this and, and the kids are ready and and boom. You, yeah. you just it's 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 our it's our drive to continuously want to do stuff, Chantel. We're so sorry about that. It's uh it's just a mindset. <laughs> it's a mindset yes. we have. But but uh, look, it's a good compromise. You, you set it, but you set the date in a reasonable manner. Not so both parties years. are happy. Yes. Yeah. Not five, not ten years, but a couple, a year or two years. That was the difference. And and that's something I I really want to point out to people who who are thinking about traveling in general is that putting a date in your calendar or uh, booking that flight. That's maybe it's six months from now, maybe it's a year from now, and having that there. Wow, yes. it, it will make you go. Yeah, it makes you do everything else that you need to do to get to it. And it gives you, okay, you, then you can start writing checklists. What have I got to do? How do I tick these off? And how do I get through X amount to get to that point? You work that is backwards it. from yeah. that date. What, what needs to happen? For yeah, that uh, work with the end in mind, right? And if yeah. you've got that close off date, then you're there. And then afterwards, look, it, it's for, for a lot of people going on uh, on a boat might be, too big of an adventure initially but if, if, if you're if you're terrified of 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 changing up your your lifestyle maybe go to another country for a month you know and, and just yeah. see how you feel nine times out of ten it's that first step which is the most terrifying right and then once you've done it you're like this is life i am never going back to to normal life if i can mm, yeah but I, can, can I just add to that? When we met, uh, a lot of people we met on the journey on boat, when a lot of them were not um, educated on boat, had not been educated on boat, a lot wow. of them, we met a couple, a French couple, that literally each one of them took a, a, a crash course, for a big one for a week on right. sailing and literally bought their boat and went with their daughter uh, and cross the Atlantic yeah, at yeah. the same just, time. Just started doing it in, in chunks to start with around their area, and then right. they did Yes, so, so it, it's practical. It's like, yes, yes. I, I was lucky to have someone by my side that I knew I could trust with boats and sailing. Mm. So I know it was a big advantage. But honestly, we met so many people that had not been had done some sailing there and there, but nothing. Yeah, nothing major, and and they still did it yeah there's still the plunge and for that for me i actually put my hat uh, off to to those people because i thought that was like the bravest thing they could ever just just to you know so they did short journeys and then they grew it out into a point where they felt that they could go well as as long as as long as their arm can take them right yeah yeah wow yes you know that that's that screams a lot about what 
what people can do and how we can adapt to different situations and how easily it, we can adapt to just a city life if we let that become our, our home. And, and Absolutely. We, we, can, we can get in and we can procrastinate about the things that we want to do, but it's actually got to, you've got to make a plan and start moving forward with life. You've only got a short period of life um, on this planet and it goes so fast yeah. that you have to be able to um, unpack your life and realize that at some stage you won't be able to do those things. There's going to be a, a certain time frame when you're at a certain age that it, it just becomes too hard. You, the things you could do when you're 20, you can't do at 40 or 50 and the things you, you do at 50 and 60, you're not going to be able to do at 80. So no. if you're not now, you're going to get, you're going to miss it. The, you miss the opportunity. And the fact is, is the money will come and go. But the, the, the lifestyle of, of your life, like we took uh, 24 months out to go traveling with the kids. Like that's most people's life. They get one month a year. That's 24 years of holidays we just took. We wow. crammed into, we crammed into <laughs> two years. That, that is a really good way of looking at it, you know. And with that in mind, what's the next adventure? Well, <laughs> every day's an adventure, isn't it? Just with kids. But, uh, but first things, we, we, we've sort of made a plan that we, uh, when the kids have now left left home, um, we will buy another boat and travel Asia. And But this time we want to do it and we want to take people on the journey that we then are able to share the ability for them to actually do what virtually what you're doing with this podcast is to teach them how to, that they can do it, and it's not as hard as they think it is. Um, yes. And it's actually cheaper to go and travel the world than it is to stay home and pay for the cars and the house and the mortgages and the, all the rest of the things you do. It's actually crazy how much that costs versus going traveling. Well, it's so, so, so can you just say that one more time, please? So that people it, can get that dig into their mind. It's actually cheaper when you, when you put it in, in, perspective you take the kids out of the school you take the get rid of the cars and just have one car yes. instead of two you take the fuels and insurances and all the things you it costs you to go to work um than what it is to actually go traveling we, we, it's costing us a thousand dollars a week more to live here than it was to travel which is madness which when you think about it you just like go yeah it yeah. just seems crazy it does but it's really on the boat we packed you cannot pack too much when you go on the boat there's not ma that much, much. Room and you don't need you there's realize not... oh love that please sorry Chantel continue absolutely exactly you don't need much and and we just go back down to what is it that we need the food the roof on out on our head and um even I love my clothes I love you know shopping and but on the boat, there was no point me bringing my high heels because really <laughs> I, I lived with my sandals or, or no yeah. shoes. And, uh, and it was great for 24 months. I loved it. Yeah, the, boy, the boys had two, two, two pairs. They had a pair of thongs and a pair of shoes. When the shoes wore out, we got rid of them. They wore holes in them. We wrapped them in. No, we didn't wrap them in tape. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, 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 we allowed them to get rid of those ones and put a new pair of shoes on. But that was it. There was no need to have three oh, or four or five pairs of shoes. We, yeah. we, we 
not paying for the school or the activities after school because the activities were, you know, in the ocean, swimming, discovering the world, and it was happening as we're going. Yeah, it's funny because like right now I'm I'm in South Korea and this has been slowly turning into my little studio. But I've been I've been traveling Asia for uh, just under a decade. And the thing is, when you first go out there, you've got this big backpack that's probably got about everything under the sun, probably suits in there just in case. You know, I've got the the loafers, I've got all all the stuff. By the end of it, I had probably this much. And Mm -hmm. and and you realize how all of this stuff here is nice to haves, right? Sure. But the fact of the matter is when you're on the, the the open sea or when you're out traveling, the less you've got, the less your back's going to hurt. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And the freer you are, the, oh. the less you have, the freer you are. Like it's, it's, it's when you come back and you go, well, wait a minute, is this the property owned me or do I own the property? I'm actually not too sure about that. Yeah, that's crazy, right? And it, it, again, it really screams out what, why why do we do the things we do is it because of the societal expectations is it because we have nice to haves and you just slowly build them up without realizing there's there's so many things that open up your mind when you just go out on the sea outside into the jungle anywhere look up at the sky see the stars and go yeah this is all right i i could i could just do this for now yeah it's a lived experience instead of uh, an existence yeah and it's good it's if you go traveling every few years, at least if you let go of your property or what you own every few years, at least you declutter on a more regular basis. That's right. So you don't declutter a whole 10 years of your life. If you declutter every year or every two years, it's um, a lot smaller chunk and easier to do. Yeah. I love, yes. mate, you, you guys have been an absolute pleasure with how you've explained your journey what you've been doing and the fact that you're going to keep going and you're never going to stop doing this and i'm going to put my hand up and say when you're in asia i want to come on the uh the catamaran or or the the or the yacht or the boat or whatever it is even if it's a dinghy i want you to teach me how to do the dinghying because i bet that would be amazing Yeah. Sound down. Yes, sounds great. Yeah, but the thing, one other uh, thing I would say is that we've we've just um, now done a house swap with our house for a house in Sydney. The, wow. the factor of type of things I think is moving away from what it used to be, where you had to own it, um, or you do own it, but you can swap it for somebody else's. So for holiday, you, for, a holiday so, swap, so you, like we realize that really, if someone. It's my house is going to be empty for a while. Why not? Just give it to somebody else and, and, and swap and it with somebody swap else. Swap it with somebody else. That wow. is the place in the world that you want to visit and explore. I'm, I'm sure many people would want to come to Australia and vice versa. You'd be able yeah. to go to Portugal, sure. anywhere in Europe, America. And, and that's a really, really good tip. Uh, and on top of that as well, I'm sure that you could even do it with a little bit of creativity, swapping for a boat for a piece of time yeah. where they're on on, uh, on your house and stuff, right? Yes. Absolutely. The possibilities become endless. If you, if you let go of that need to to be, you know, to, to have something, if that something can be shared, shared and doesn't own you, as, as yes. you said. 
Oh, that's really cool. Well, guys, you you also, I, I mentioned before, you have an uh, Instagram, which is Sailing uh, Safira, and that's with two Ps. So it's S-A-P-P-H-I-R-A. And I, I would highly recommend anyone who uh, is excited or interested in learning their story. It's got some really cool photos and videos and uh there was that one like you said with with your son doing the uh circus soleil around the catamaran in the middle of the water it's just it really opens your eyes to what freedom can be when you're not stuck in in the house all the time right yes absolutely yes it really really yes shows Brilliant, guys. Well, um, do you have any anything you'd like to share or any last tips or tricks uh, of, of the trade? Uh, and for me, I would just say, like, because I had a lot of fears throughout, you know, getting there and throughout the whole ordeal. But I would say, feel the fear and do it anyway. This is my motto. And this this is probably one of the most important thing that I remind myself each time I go on an adventure. That's right. Yeah, it, it, I, I'm, I'm exactly the same. If you're feeling uncomfortable, that normally means growth is just about to happen. And it right. is a good thing. It is. Yeah. Brilliant, guys. Well, this is the Off Grid Traveler. We have had two really awesome guests here, Dean and Chantel. Thank you so much for your time. Um, if if anyone would like to ask some questions, yes, jump on and get them at Sailing Safira. I'm sure they'll have some really cool things to talk about and tell you amazing adventures. Cheers, guys. Have an awesome one. If you or someone you know would be an interesting guest on the show, we'd love to hear from you. We love speaking to everyday people who've taken to the open road or open seas for an extended period of time or anyone that's set up their life in an off-grid location. Please email guest at offgridtraveller.com.au to get in touch. That's two L's in traveller.